President Trump retweeted something with the hashtag FireFauci over the weekend. And as usual, the media were all over it. They were all in a frenzy that he might fire Dr. Fauci once again. This has been a recurring theme from the press for a long time. Or maybe it's their hope that he'd be fired. Maybe that's a better way to put it. Or how about it's their fervent hope. A major disagreement between President Trump and Dr. Anthony Fauci has always been inevitable. It has to happen. No way around it. If you thought differently, you're delusional. It has to come, and it is necessary. If President Trump had his way, parts of the economy would already be starting back up. And if Dr. Fauci had his, it could be shut down indefinitely. So you knew this was coming. You knew it right from the beginning. If you're a woman and you're dating Leonardo DiCaprio, who has had, what, 28 breakups and counting, you simply don't start planning a wedding. That's just not a smart thing to do. Or if you're a guy and you're dating Paris Hilton and she's had 23 breakups, you know this just isn't going to end well. Or how about if you're a New York Mets fan? You just know that that isn't going to end well either. This isn't a surprise. The real surprise would be if they didn't disagree with each other over reopening the country. Something has to give. And it's going to make it very tough on President Trump to start opening the economy back up even slowly. But it must be done despite the wringing of hands it'll provoke. As each day goes by, it's becoming increasingly evident that not reopening the economy is not an option. We can debate how it should be done. That's a valid concern. But not reopening it is off the table. I love Dr. Fauci, but keeping the economy closed is not an option. The economy has to be open because not doing it will have a terrible effect on the lives of too many people. I believe after considering all of the options, Dr. Fauci will help President Trump open the economy. And if you're one of the people who believe President Trump and Dr. Fauci can't continue to work together despite their differences, you're sadly mistaken. It's precisely because they do have different opinions that they should continue to work together. And I believe they both know it. And I believe they're committed to working together to end the crisis, even though Dr. Fauci must be under a tremendous amount of pressure from his friends on the left to quit. They'd love to see him quit, and so would the press. Then he could write the book titled, Dr. Anthony Fauci, My Story, How I Stopped Donald Trump from Killing Everyone in America and Canada, Too. People at the White House are denying that the president is going to fire Dr. Fauci, but the press doesn't believe that. And as it stands right now, I believe that he won't fire him at this moment. Now, that doesn't mean that he won't be fired sometime in the future, or he might quit. But I believe the president appreciates the fact that Dr. Fauci gives him a different viewpoint. I think he needs that so he can use the information that he gets from Dr. Fauci to help him make good decisions. Now, some people are trying to encourage President Trump to fire Dr. Fauci because they believe Dr. Fauci is making decisions based on politics. I think they're wrong. Nothing in his background would suggest that. These are two strong people who have different viewpoints, but both 
want to do the right thing for the American people. There are many obstacles to reopening the economy completely because there are still too many unknowns. Scientists are still unsure exactly how this virus will react in the future, so no one can be certain. The biggest variables concern three things, testing, medicines to treat the symptoms, and a vaccine that would largely eliminate the problem altogether. A lot of people are urging the president to wait until a vaccine is discovered and thoroughly tested through clinical trials before opening the economy. That just isn't realistic because it could take up to 18 months for that to happen. Even if the time is cut by, say, a third, it still means waiting a year to get people back to work, and that's just too long. And it's always a dangerous proposition to rush a vaccine into production if you aren't completely sure it'll work, and that there won't be any side effects that could do more harm than good. This is a risk that can't be minimized since one of the side effects is that the virus could mutate into something even more dangerous if it isn't systematically tested. That leaves us with two other options, testing and treatment. Testing is being done, but not nearly enough to make a real difference, and the current test takes a long time to get results. A quick test is finally being deployed, but it's taking much longer than expected to get people trained on how to use it. Most of the testing being done is of the molecular variety, and it can only tell if a person has the virus. That helps, but if you want to get people back to work, you need more information, like what if you already have had the virus and what if it's no longer active? Anyone who has already had the virus and is over it should be back to work right now because they aren't likely to get it again or to spread it to others, provided that they've built up some sort of immunity. What we need are serological tests. Now, these are tests uh, that detect antibodies produced by the body that fight the virus. The antibodies are there for anyone who has had the virus and who has recovered. And detecting these antibodies will tell us who has had the disease and didn't know it. That's a big problem for doctors. Many, many thousands of people have had the virus without knowing it because they've had no symptoms. This is always the case, whether it's the common flu or this virus. People get it without knowing it, and they spread it to family and friends. It's critical for scientists to know how many people have had it without knowing it. Only the serological test can measure that. Without that test, people will be afraid to go back to work or to go to a movie or a ball game. If they know they're reasonably safe from getting the disease, they can get back to normal. There's only one antibody test that's been approved by the FDA, but more than 50 companies are in development or they're selling testing kits without FDA approvals, but by following FDA guidelines. Within several weeks, these tests could be widely used by doctors who can then find out who has had the virus. This is key to getting people back to work. And it's also a central point of agreement between President Trump and Dr. Fauci. How many of these tests can be approved by the FDA, and then how fast can they be deployed? This is the key to getting people back to work. You also have drugs being developed to mitigate the symptoms and get people over the disease far quicker than without it. 
This will also help people get back to work. What is surprising is how many vaccines are already being tested. It's a tribute to modern science that data is available to scientists that they can use to help develop a vaccine. Now, it's too bad that the Chinese government has withheld so much information, because if it were available sooner, we might be that much further along in beating this deadly disease. The fact that they haven't been forthcoming demonstrates how little they can be trusted. Maybe people will finally figure out that China is not our friend. They see us as their enemy. We should recognize them as ours. But we should all be watching for progress on the antibody test because that's the key to our immediate future. Widespread use of this test will help us recover faster. The vaccine will be developed, and that's going to be much better than expected, but it's still a year away, maybe longer. So instead of trying to figure out whether or not Dr. Fauci will be fired by the president or if he'll quit, the press should be focused on the important issues. Unfortunately, they aren't. The press was all pumped up at the daily briefing, waiting to hear that the president had fired Dr. Fauci, or better yet, that Dr. Fauci had quit. They would much rather he quit because then he could push the narrative that he did so because he couldn't work for a man who was killing Americans. He's a man of integrity and could never work for a president who cared so little about people. When the president and Dr. Fauci threw cold water on their hopes at the briefing, all of the air left the room, and the media was left with only their hatred. Their disappointment was palpable, and they went on the attack. The president was ready. He played a video that fought back against the media narrative, and they were enraged. It's the only word I can think of that fit their mood. How can Dr. Fauci stay? Who does he think he is? The press knows that if they can't convince the American people that President Trump totally mishandled this coronavirus crisis, he stands a very good chance of winning a second term. So they went nuts. His video showed just how dishonest the press has been in covering this crisis. And they didn't like it. But they're ready to risk anything to get rid of this president. It will only get worse as the immediate threat of the crisis decreases in severity. This might be their last best hope to get rid of him. Maybe the only thing they could have left is that case being heard soon in the Supreme Court that will decide if his tax returns should be made public. That will be their last chance to get rid of him before the election. I'm going to guess that even if the Supreme Court rules that his taxes can't be released, Someone in the IRS or from New York State will leak his returns to the New York Times. He or she, the whistleblower then, will be hailed as heroic by the media. And they'll all demand that the president resign or be impeached. And the only reason they won't be leaked is if there's nothing in them that will hurt the president, and that'll really disappoint the left. Now, maybe there is something in his tax returns that will cause great harm. Maybe not. I would hope that by now, President Trump and his team knows his taxes could be made public one way or another, so they should have an answer to everything that people might question. I think his returns will be leaked because if the Supreme Court rules that his taxes can be released, Trump will appeal the ruling, and the appeal probably wouldn't be heard until 
after the election. The virus wasn't severe enough to hurt the president, and his response was by any measure very good. So Dr. Fauci was their great hope, and now that hope might be fading. They're enraged, and they might only be left with leaking his tax returns as a way to beat him in November. Expect it to happen. Be ready. Someone has access to those returns, and they will leak them. They'll ignore the consequence of possible jail time because being a hero to the revolution will be far more important. It just never stops, and it won't stop because only absolute power will stop them and Donald Trump is in their way. And don't kid yourself. Any Republican would be the target of their hate, not just President Trump. It is all about power at any cost, and it's never been more evident than right now.